This is Lead to Serve with Ed Taylor, a leadership podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Lead to Serve podcast. This is where we talk about life and ministry, learning to be better equipped so we can serve Jesus in these last days. Even as I was looking over my own life, uh, I just see more years behind me than I see ahead of me. And I want to go out strong. And I think you do too. And the best way to do that is to turn to the word and grow together in understanding what it means to serve Jesus well. He came as a servant. You know, I love Mark 10, 45, where Jesus says that the son of man, he came to serve and not be served, to give his life a ransom for many. And I know that the greater we learn how to serve, the greater we'll be able to lead. And that's what this podcast is all about. Now, of course, we haven't had an episode since March. And really, the end of our season two was so long ago. And that's going to be part of today's episode where we talk about being overwhelmed. But I also want to introduce to you and let you know that we're going to begin again regularly with this podcast covering the topics in a new resource we developed here, a a book that we put together that we titled Sure and Steady, Learning and Growing in Pastoral Ministry, but we're going to use it also in application to any type of ministry, and we're going to flip through the pages and work through just like I would with the team here. And that's really what what I view the podcast as, is I'm working with the team here And we're collaborating and talking through ministry, talking about important topics. That's what the podcast is. So I I really think in my mind that you're sitting across from me, that we get the chance to sit together and talk through ministry together. So my name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor at Calvary Church here in Aurora, Colorado. Been here now uh, almost uh, in December of 2021 will be 22 years. And the Lord used uh, his Holy Spirit in my life to draw us out to Colorado. And here we are. And so I want to let you know, sure and steady, the next season of the Lead to Serve podcast, we're going to continue on so you can tell your friends, uh, get the word out. Please leave a, um, you know, a review on however, wherever you get this podcast that helps to put the algorithms and help it be found or whatever. And that would be great. But just share it around. Uh, email me and go to my website, edtaylor.org, edtaylor.org. And just a clarification, don't go to edtaylor.com. That man is a professional Santa Claus. <laughs> and uh, he is like over the worldwide Santa Claus network. That's not me. Uh, I am at edtaylor.org where I write frequently and and just share things that are on my heart. Uh, so get, it, get, get ready and subscribe, resubscribe, whatever it is that you need to do as we go through uh, sure and steady together and learn principles. You know, sure and steady things like uh, it's important to develop your personal walk with the Lord. What is the heart of a pastor? Coming alongside and serving uh, your pastor, serving people, you know, like, like that. What does it look like to serve people? How to use your time well? Uh, it's so important to have that personal structure or inviting yourself into the lives of others. This resource was developed through the personal discipleship of our church here. And then as a team of pastors, we collaborated and edited it down to this book form. And you can get that anywhere. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on our church store at calvaryco.store. 
Uh, and it's a great resource. It's something that uh, we use regularly, and I know the Lord will use it in your life. But for today, I want to briefly talk to you about being overwhelmed. Are you overwhelmed? Uh, I think the last couple years with uh, COVID, racial tensions, uh, the difficulties of the political polarization, which has led to such deep division in the church, has created this sense of being overwhelmed. Because you got all of those heavy things, right? And then on top of that, you have everyday life. Um, you go to work, You now you're working at home, your kids' school shut down, then you got the kids at home, you, you're single wondering what, the, what in the world's going on, you have car troubles and bill troubles and you name it. And being overwhelmed is a constant, continual temptation, uh, you know, to, to just jump in and do everything and be overwhelmed. And it's also a constant, continual reality. And it's okay if you're overwhelmed. I mean, it's not okay to stay there, but like if you have been feeling overwhelmed and all, you know, just feeling all condemned about it, don't. Uh, It's a normal response to all the things that we've endured just even in the last couple years. Uh, You know, I looked up the definition of overwhelmed, uh, the the words like buried, (laughs) you know, you think of it buried beneath everything, buried beneath all the pressure, buried beneath all the work, all the paperwork, all the projects. Another definition was used, drowned beneath a huge mass. Uh, So words like buried and drowned aren't very encouraging. Um, Also, another definition for overwhelmed is to feel defeated completely, defeated completely. And I just know that pastors, leaders, servants, men and women that are wanting to serve Jesus wholeheartedly have felt overwhelmed. It's easy to feel overwhelmed. I think of a biblical example of a man that felt overwhelmed, uh, and that was Elijah. Uh, Elijah, you, you look at his life and how God used him up on Mount Carmel, and that was spiritually and physically exhausting for him, even though we see the victory and we we are encouraged by the victory that Elijah had. He was encouraged by it, but when his life was threatened, he had this overwhelming sense of, I can't go on. I can't continue to do this. He runs away, hides in a cave, and the Lord met him there. And I want to just give a few things, uh, again, speaking to this sense of being overwhelmed. I want to talk about a few things because they're fresh on my mind. Uh, I just returned back from a of glorious time serving churches in Florida. I was in Vero Beach with Pastor Jim Gallagher and Christy, and it was such an amazing time. And then I drove up with my wife to Jacksonville, Florida, serving at Reach Church there with Pastor Eric Souza and his wife, Betsy, and his kiddos, Isabel, Lily, and Dane. We had such a wonderful time there. And and we had some time with their leadership, and this question was asked, which I think is what, why this is fresh on my mind when it comes to this podcast, uh, because this question was, was asked. It was a very legitimate, uh, good question. I think it's on the hearts and minds of many people, and that is, how do I find balance? How do I find balance? I'm working full-time. Uh, I'm serving uh, in the capacity of a growing ministry full-time. I, I have uh, responsibilities as a husband. I have responsibilities as a dad, or for some of you, I have responsibilities as a wife, as a mom. What and how 
and where is balance? Now, my answer might surprise you, and you may not even agree with me, but I am grateful that you would consider uh, seeing my point of view on balance. And here it is. You ready? It's It might be a little shocking because this is such a popular topic today. And here's my answer. I don't believe there's such a thing as balance when it comes to serving the Lord. And what I mean by that is that there's always some cost involved in serving Jesus. Jesus, even himself teaching us, taught us about counting the cost. So if there's a cost involved in serving the Lord, then we need to consider that cost and realize that that will never be, that time will never be returned to me. And I believe if I'm doing one thing, I can't do another thing at the same time, which also leads to another shocking uh, thought that I have. And that is, I'm not a believer in multitasking. As a matter of fact, I would go even so far to say that I don't believe people can multitask effectively. Now, I know when you're asking for a job and you're you're in the interview process, I can multitask and that's a valued that's something that's valued in our culture today. But I don't think that we can effectively multitask. We can do one thing well at a time. And we might be able, again, to, just to clarify, we might be able to do two or three things at the same time. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you can't do that. But what I am suggesting is that when we try in the service of our Lord to do three, two or three things at the same time, uh, we're not going to do them well. We can do one thing at a time and we want to do what's in front of us and we want to do it well. And because of some of the principles that have just overtaken us, you know, multitasking and balance, what I believe we've done is we've added another burden upon our shoulders that we just can't shake because we'll never find balance. I mean, think about it. Could you ask yourself the question in your own life? Have you effectively found balance? And I would say that if you, even possibly answered yes to that, then I would say, well, don't you want more time with your family? Yeah, I'd love more time with my family. Wouldn't you like to serve the Lord more and maybe teach more or or counsel more? And, And you go, of course, I'd like more. And just in that thought of more, you realize there's always more. And if I counsel, then I'm not going to get the time with my family. If I get the time with my family, I'm not going to be able to sit down in that counseling. So I can only do one thing at a time. I want to do things well. And I realize that if I'm doing something, something else is going to suffer. Uh, And that sense of balance is like, man, I can never, it's so frustrating. I just want to acknowledge the frustration you're feeling, right? It is so frustrating because something's always pulling at us. Something is always tugging at us. And, you know, Jesus, I have learned this. I haven't always practiced it. Let me tell you, I haven't always practiced it. But I am learning it more and more. And I want to go through a few things, just a few things I jotted down uh, that I think are important. If you're feeling overwhelmed right now, if you are, you know, looking at uh, how can I be more effective? How can I find balance? If that's really a question in your, how can I find balance? Um, And you're overwhelmed because you can't. Um, Let me list a few things. Number one, rest. Number one, rest. In the rhythm of your life, make sure that you are well rested. 
I think you should learn to be well-rested physically. And I also think you should be well-rested emotionally. And I also think you should be well-rested spiritually. And I think of John 15 in verse 1 as Jesus is talking about being the true vine. He says, my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that he might bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. And then he says, abide in me. Isn't that beautiful? Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Simple stuff, isn't it? But all of ministry and all of life comes from abiding. As we, re- as we take from and receive from all the power and resources that we need from Christ. And the pressure that we're feeling is something that is taken care of by the vine dresser, the father. As we abide in the true, real, authentic vine, we are well taken care of. You know, the New Living Translation says the father is the gardener, or in the message, it says he's the farmer. And it's like, my dad is the one that takes care of me. My dad's the one that tends me and cultivates me, but we're out running around taking care of this, rush, 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 think, 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 multitask, multitask. And we are not doing that from a place of abiding. And because we're not doing that from a place of abiding, we're overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed. Even if, you know, if we think of this task-orientedly and you have 10 tasks, you will always have 10 tasks. They will be done one at a time. They'll be knocked off the list one at a time. But wouldn't you rather face the 10 tasks abiding in the vine, being taken care of by the Father, being led by the Spirit, being empowered by the Spirit, being reminded of how good he rest, friend, rest, 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 rest in the Lord. Let the pressure be taken off of you today. Rest in the Lord. Do what's in front of you. Know that the Lord, our Father, is with you. You know, Jesus, he says right here in John 15 that we can't do anything without him. Although we do a lot of things without him, he says, abide in me and I in you, because the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. There's a lot of activities and a lot of things coming from our life, but true fruit comes from the Lord. Just hearing it right now as I'm talking it through is so encouraging to me, knowing everything that I face even today. You know, when I'm done with this broadcast, I still got so many things to to take care of today. And so do you. But I know I need to do it from a place of rest and abiding. The fruit, you know, the things that God wants to produce from your life anyway, remember, it isn't something is not something you can ever produce on your own. And this is where frustrations come. This is where being upset comes. This is where you feel buried uh, and drowned underneath the pressures uh, in the mass of all the heaviness of life and situations. This is where you, at the end of the day, you might feel defeated completely. But even from a place of defeat, you're in the Lord. You're abiding. You're, You're resting in him 
And because of that, that rest, even in the feeling defeated, you cast your cares upon the Lord. And the frustrations can be carried to him, you know, because you, you, you want to serve God. So you have this obligation, right? You feel like this obligation, but it's not an obligation. If you view it like an obligation, then you're like, well, here are my works, Lord. So I'm going to take care of everything for you because everybody wants to. And one of the reasons I'm talking about this is that I've gotten a lot of email, a lot of people talking to me, a lot of people texting me, Ed, why aren't you doing your podcast? Why haven't you done your podcast? And my answer is I, I can't. It, it isn't something I can do right now. I've got these decisions and this situation and, and I can't. It's, it's actually suffered. I haven't been able to produce it because of other things taking priority. And if I viewed the podcast as an obligation to God, then I'd make, it would be so pressure packed. I would be overwhelmed. But because I was able to set it aside, which brings me to number two, uh, prioritize, rest. And then secondly, prioritize. And it is good to know that you're going to take care of the things that need to be taken care of first. And then in the priority list, you're just not going to be able to get to everything right away. And, and it's important that you prioritize. Jesus was a master at prioritizing. And the way that he described it, you know, we might talk about priorities today, but the way he described it is, I always do that which pleases my father. And everybody wanted uh, Jesus to do this and that. He, everybody had something for him to do, but he was focused with the right priorities, which brings us to number three, and that is focus. So rest prioritize, focus. If you accept that you can only do one thing at a time very well, then doesn't it make sense that you would want to focus on that one thing in the level of priorities that the Lord has given you, right? Through prayer. That, that abiding relationship spiritually involves prayer, involves your own personal relationship, your own personal devos, your own personal Bible reading, like not for others, but just for yourself. So you're resting, you're prioritizing, and then you're focusing. Remember what Paul said? He used this phrase, uh, and, and it's a great phrase, this one thing I do, which circles back to this um, question of balance, right? The Jesus said, and he taught us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. Seek first this one thing I do. As you make these conscious choices of resting, prioritizing, focusing, the final one I would add is resting. And you go, wait a minute, Ed, didn't you, was that number one? Yes. And it is first and it is last and it's in the middle. All of this activity comes from abiding, from resting from staying put. Even Paul the Apostle understood this in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Remember, he said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That, that important place of strength and drawing upon the Lord's strengths. The word abide, some of you already know this, it's the Greek word meno, and it means to remain or to dwell, or to stay put. And it speaks of a closeness uh, and a permanent attachment. 
I like how the paraphrase in the message translates John 15, 4. He, he says, live in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch cannot bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I love that. And so as we close down today, um, yes, we're going to be starting up the the podcast again. So thanks for joining us. Please tell everyone about it. Uh, and you can expect it. Uh, pray for me on a regular basis. I, I really want to provide it in a way to encourage you and create dialogue. Email me, talk to me. Uh, you can text me even 720-608-0012. You can text me there or you can email me at ed at edtaylor.org or go to my website and email me there, edtaylor.org. But as we wind down today, I, I want to acknowledge to you, I'm sorry that you're overwhelmed. It is a very difficult place. But remember, turn back to the Lord, resting, prioritizing, focusing, resting. Isn't that great? This is so encouraging to me. It's, I want it to be so encouraging to you. So that wraps up our time today. I'm so glad that you joined. Please uh, rate the podcast, email me, text me. If we can serve you here, we're ready to do that. We're ready to encourage you and serve you. You're not alone. Uh, we, we are grateful, the ministry team here, we are grateful to serve you. I am grateful to serve you. You can reach out to me personally. And so we'll be going through uh, this resource. I have it in my hand right here, Sure and Steady. Uh, we titled it Learning and Growing in Pastoral Ministry. And, and they're just, just little nuggets that you can learn from. Like, for example, I just flipped open the num uh, point number 20. You maintain an atmosphere of love and grace. A pastor regularly loves and encourages to help maintain an atmosphere of love. I mean, these are simple things. Some of them will be reminders. Some will be brand new. Uh, but it's it'll be encouraging. We'll be strengthened together. So thanks again. Rate the podcast. Reach out, edtaylor.org. What a blessing it is to be a small part of the great work that God is doing in your life. Stay close to the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Lead to Serve with Pastor Ed Taylor, a leadership podcast from Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. If you have a leadership question you want to hear answered on a future Lead to Serve podcast, please email it to pastored at calvaryco.church. And if you like our podcast, please subscribe, rate, or review us on iTunes and share us with your friends on social media. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time right here on the Lead to Serve podcast.